You're listening to Expansion, the podcast for EXP agents. Expand your skills, expand your value. Here's your host, Glenn Sanford. Hey, welcome to Expansion, a podcast about personal professional development at EXP Realty. I'm your host, Glenn Sanford, and I'm also the founder of EXP Realty. And each Tuesday and Thursday, I'll be talking to one of our icons about their careers, success, and ultimately what inspires them. We'll keep each episode under 15 minutes, so they're going to be short and sweet. Um, about the, and, and we're going to drive to your next listing, kind of getting that, or your next buyer, and, or help you build a team. Anyway, today I'm super excited to, to welcome, for the very first episode, uh, Kevin Kaufman, co-founder of Group 4610. Um, welcome, Kevin. Thanks a lot, Glenn. I appreciate the, uh, appreciate the opportunity to do this with you. Well, it was kind of fun this last week. Obviously, this actually this week um, got to see you in uh, in in uh, North Scottsdale. We did an event up there, and uh, I wanted to kind of just jump right in. I mean, we're going to talk about a whole bunch of stuff, and you know, you get to be sort of the intro podcast guest. So I'm I've never really been an interviewer. I've always been sort of the interviewee. So it's kind of fun to kind of reverse it up, but. Um, You've been in you've been in business for for a while now. Um, you've been I think you were uh, a, a a regional guy with KW at one point. Um, you've uh, uh, why don't you tell me a little little bit about your career? What what got you in real estate? Where where were you at? Where'd you go come from? And all that good stuff. You know, I really intelligently got licensed in uh, the end of May 2007. If that tells you anything about my timing. Uh, and I know that's a special time in your heart, too. So I got licensed in 07 after meeting a mentor who really sparked an interest in real estate investing. And, and truthfully, Glenn, I got into real estate because I thought having I thought being a realtor was like having a job. And so my thought my goal was like, I want to be this investor and I knew that I, my mentor at the time, like he instilled in me that I was still going to have to work for a while. And so I just thought, you know, cause I'm so smart, I'll just get a job in real estate. So I got a real estate license, quit my job, happened to be May of 07. Um, and then, you know, as, as we all know what happened what was going on in the market at that time, um, it was, it was rough, but I, I, you know, I got going and about six, seven months later, I ended up teaming up with my business partner, Fred Weaver now. So fast forward 14 years We've, uh, we've been working together since February, 2008. Um, I always like to say it was like my third transaction ever, uh, was a short sale. And then the next probably thousand or so were short sales. So that was kind of how I, I cut my teeth. And I, as you mentioned, kind of, I grew up at KW. That was my, uh, first brokerage before I moved to our team over to EXP. And along that path, you know, I was always looking for something more. I think a lot of the way, the reason that you founded EXP was because you knew there was something better out there. There was something more. And you mentioned the regional opportunity. I, I did had a momentary lapse in judgment where I, I forgot that I was unemployable and I, I took a job as a regional director, but it, it's not because I wanted a job. It's because I was looking for a mentor and I wanted to be able to build wealth outside of the next listing or the next deal closing for the team. I had had success in growing a team at that time 2012, I think we closed just over just north of 200 transactions. I was out of production for the most part and was really looking for that next challenge. And, uh, I got punched in the face, so to speak is like one of my favorite terms. And, you know, through that though, I learned so much and our, our team has taken so many iterations. We ended up expanding into multiple States. Um, and you know, still to this day, here we are, we've been in Denver now selling real estate actively since 2014, 
Um, and we have also in San Luis Obispo and Nashville team members there. But at one point, our we were really cranked up on that expansion thing uh, in probably five or six different states. And what we found with EXP, besides a more natural fit for our entrepreneurial spirits and the opportunity to do something just beyond selling more homes was we found a better way to effectively have expansion. And so the short of it is, you know, it's, I got here because we were looking for something more. I, I, I love the deal. I love real estate. I can't ever imagine not being connected to real estate, but I did make a decision early in my career that my income would not be dependent upon me sitting in somebody's living room, taking a listing. And so I've worked for the last 14 years building a business that would get me further and further away from having to take a listing. Well, uh, the fact that you took a listing is actually really good. I, I was 100% buyer based. I built my entire team around that. Anytime a listing came in, um, I literally referred to that. So you were, I, I, I was like, why would anybody take a listing? I can just take somebody out of my car, sell a car a house this weekend, not deal with all the headaches. But in, anyway, obviously, list to last has always been kind of the, the, the mantra for, for, for many, uh, many a decade. So it's, uh, um, and, and that's been kind of the theme. So you, you, you've got this, you've got, uh, really this expansion team, expansion network. Um, why, why go multi market versus, you know, one market? What was it that, that intrigued you? What was it that you were trying to solve for? You know, I, I think if I'm being a hundred percent transparent with you, Glenn, um, it was like the thing to do at the time, you know, uh, it was really getting pushed top down. Now, if, if I'm, but if I go back even further prior to doing that expansion, or I'm sorry, the regional role within uh, for Keller Williams at the region level, we had actually explored doing this and, and it came out of a conversation with my, with my business coach. I've had the same business coach now since January of 2011, his name happens to also be Glenn. Um, and it's not you obviously, but, uh, so he challenged us because at the price point, you know what the price point was in Phoenix back then. I mean, it's like $114,000. You can only divide $3,000 so many ways, uh, on a commission. And so he challenged us to come up with a 25 ways to improve our price point or to raise our price point. One of those was like, no real scientific thought was like, I go to San Diego a lot and they have much higher price points there. And then that really actually started a conversation for us. Now, fast forward, we got derailed with the regional opportunity, but as soon as we got back into our business and sort of the, at that time, the market was shifting back to a more, I'll call it traditional based market where the listings, now all of our clients had equity and not, we weren't, you know, stopping them from, from foreclosure. What we found was once we, once we leveled that out, we expanded um, and we took what we knew how to do in Phoenix and, and sort of grow our team. And we just took that to other markets. And what started naturally happening was these relationships that we had built all around the country by teaching short sales, by going to these big national events, by having the opportunity to be interviewed on stage. We had developed relationships with so many amazing people in different markets that people wanted to start working together with us. And we wanted to work with them and we thought we had really figured something out. And truthfully, we didn't. What we, what we did is we got, we, we got hurt by our success in Denver. The first year, first full year that we were there, 2015, we started, we opened September of 14, but in 2015, we sold a hundred and like 105 homes there from Phoenix in Ooh, Denver. Yeah. 
And it was like the best thing that happened and the worst thing at once. Cause it made us think we knew what we were doing. And the reality was we had an amazing partner who, by the way, is also an EXP partner of ours now at, you know, as well, and has been with us on some level from that day, but it fooled us into thinking we knew what we we're doing. And then we went into Nashville and we had some success there. And then we started to go. And as you know, that gets costly. You're paying for rent, you know, you're paying for leads, you're, uh, you know, all this extra admin support. And, but what it also did though, is I felt like it forced us to make better business decisions and it increased our learning curve in a major way. And that part was fun. Um, the challenge right. of being able to put it together, that really excited us. And so I, I would, that's how I would answer that question. Yeah. And so would you, you know, I, I think about this even, you know, my, my own personal practice, but um, in order to learn what you need to learn, you've got to be really comfortable with getting uncomfortable with the unknown. Um, and, and, and that's how you, that's really how you build a scalable business. It's not, it's not about trying to, to follow just a, a standardized playbook. It's about really pushing the envelope in order to actually make things happen. Yeah. It, you know, it really is. And I remember this, you'll laugh at this kind of funny joke. Actually, he's an icon. So maybe he'll make it on here too. Aaron Lebovic is his name. He was our first expansion partner. And uh, I remember the first house we ever sold in Denver was actually a condo to his mom. And I remember getting my commission check, right? Which was really a referral fee. But I remember getting that check and I looked at it and I said, and it wasn't huge. I mean, it was a condo in 2014. So I remember looking at it though and going, I don't need any of this money. Like, I mean, my bills are paid, like our core business of selling real estate here in Phoenix pays for my lifestyle. I don't need, I could actually put this all back in if I wanted and we could build something bigger and we could solve those problems. We can do those things. And uh, I know you, you know this because it was just two days ago, but I had the opportunity to introduce you at that event uh, that we did here in North Scottsdale. And one of the things I shared that Curtis asked me about was the first time I ever spoke to you on the phone. And what I realized in talking to you was you thought a lot like I did, which was you were trying to solve for these problems that we have as agents. And whether it was the problem that I had as the team leader or rainmaker or the, or the problem that I was trying to solve for the agents on my team, you had been thinking about those same problems and a lot of those cases already solved it. And then thinking about the next problem, two steps, you know, down the road. And that I remember thinking like, okay, this is, I, I've got to know more. I, and you know, that's, yeah, it's that it's solving that problem and getting uncomfortable with, I don't really know what's coming, going to come out of this, but I like the idea of trying to figure it out. And, and I'm very, comfortable in those types of situations where I'm not sure. Right. Well, I think, I think the, our, our brains are designed to put it to, to create or to organize the chaos. Um, and, and that, but, and it really doesn't like the chaos, uh, you know, because it is, I mean, you get stressed out, you have, you know, all the cortisol and all the other stuff flowing through your body and all that stuff. But the, but the cool thing is, is that if you put yourself in uncomfortable situations to start, then, then eventually you come up with ways to solve it. It's just, it's natural because that's how you, we're designed as people. Um, uh, what, so what would you say? It, like you, obviously you've got, well, let me jump on this first and then I'll come back. Group 4610. Um, I heard something. I was with, uh, Glenn Stern spoke at the event that uh, you introduced uh, me at, uh, 
the other day and he saw group 4610 and he made some, some comments about it. But where did the name come from? Where did group 4610 come from? I'm going to, I'll give you the shortest version I can give. Um, true story. Fred and I started working together in 2008. Um, we weren't really officially business partners. We were trying to help each other. Uh, we were trying to not go broke. We were trying to close short sales without going crazy because we're yelling at bank employees all day long. And so we were sitting in the office one day and all of our, we had no more listing signs. And I, I looked at Fred. I said, we need some more signs. I don't want my name and phone number on them. Would shoot. Can we put your name and phone number on the signs? He said, not a chance. So I said, okay, we should think of a team name then. Um, so that's where the idea came from. The actual name group 4610 came from the seven habits of highly effective people by Stephen Covey. One of those is begin with the end in mind or think with the end in mind. And a good friend of ours who happened to be a pastor at the time, he had, he had taught something or had some lesson on that book. And he, he thought that that he relayed to us that that came from Isaiah 4610 in the Bible. And so this wasn't like a Bible statement. It was, but since it was from Isaiah 40, we thought the begin with the end in mind or think with the end in mind team sounded a little wordy. So we went with group 4610 because that sort of business principle, especially doing short sales at the time where what I did today on that first phone call would set me up for success seven months later when we finally closed the short sale, be thinking with the end in mind made a lot of sense to us. And so I, I said, what do you think about group 4610? And Fred said, yeah, let's do it. And that was it. Like, that's really where it came from. Oh, awesome. Well, no, I, I, I yeah, yeah, Glenn had mentioned there was a, it was a, it was a biblical, uh, scripture he was, um, aware of. And I, I wasn't, I was going, oh, that's, that's interesting. So, um, last thing, and we're going to wrap this up, but, you know, every, I think every successful agent team, there's, there's, there's one, maybe two, but there's usually one thing that they have done consistently that has kept them in that, that path uh, of, of success. And, and so I want to kind of, you know, what, what was in your mind, what is the one thing that for you really set you up? Uh, and, and maybe you had to learn what, what it was, but is there, is there one thing that you think really has helped you stay the path? I think, um, you know, and it's funny, Fred and I just recorded like a two part podcast on this. Having a business partnership for us has been amazing. Uh, we, you know, we've worked together now for 14 years. Um, and I think having a very aligned interest with what we're going after, I think that's, that's part of the answer. I think the other part is I did eventually learn that, I was relationship based I and mean, people based. And even though our business was always part referral and part, uh, and part internet lead based, like those have always been our top two sources from the beginning of time. Um, really leaning into my strengths on the relationship side, both with our buyers and sellers and other agents and just other people in the industry and, and even outside of the industry has actually been the thing that's kept, that's really, I think once I discovered that it really helped me move forward because I realized the, the one skill and behavior I had that if I just leaned into it a little bit more, I'd get a lot further. 
Awesome, awesome. So, uh, how um, if you're if you're open to how how can people reach out to you? I mean, uh, this we're, we're going to be mainly a private podcast, but that may that maybe some of this may be making out into the public. Um, uh, but how how should people reach out to you if they want to learn more? But I'm assuming that you're willing to share and, and all that good stuff because I know you. Uh, yeah, I'm an open book. Uh, so the best way is probably on Facebook. I've got a Facebook group with 27,000 or so real estate agents called next level agents you can find me there or, um, and then of course I'm, I'll be the Kevin Kaufman in there and you shoot me a message. I love, uh, I'm on Instagram as well. I think Kevin underscore Kaufman and, uh, our podcast is the Kevin and Fred show mostly cause we're not very creative when it comes to naming podcasts. So uh, I'm always, in fact, you've been a guest of my, on mine. This is, this is, well, it's one of the most listened to podcasts in, in real estate, which is really cool in and of itself. So uh, congratulations on that. Thank you. appreciate that. And uh, thank, thank you for honestly, Glenn, I'm saying this, I thought you were going to ask me a second ago, what was the, you know, best decision or, or anything like that. And I, I, I say this in all sincerity. I say this when you're around, when you're not around moving our business to EXP now, almost four years ago is hands down the best business decision we've ever made. And I can't thank you enough, man. Oh, awesome. Well, thank you, Kevin, for being part of it. It's been, uh, it's, you know, it's great having you. And, and I remember when you, when you joined, it was a big deal. I mean, uh, we were still, you know, we were a lot smaller. Uh, we hadn't brought over a, a ton of, of mega teams at that point. And, uh, and I knew, you know, at that time it was a, it probably a bit felt a bit risky making the move. So thanks for, thanks for doing that. Absolutely. I, I uh, thankful for it every day. Awesome. Well, Hey, thanks Kevin for, for being, this has been, this has been, uh, it's been great. Uh, and uh, also thanks everyone for listening to the very first podcast. We'll uh, anything worth doing is uh, worth doing badly at first. So this is my first shot and we're going to keep on improving on this uh, every single day. So uh, be sure to check out uh, Kevin and, and group 4610. Uh, you, you heard where to find him on Facebook and uh Look forward to uh, having uh, having you on sometime in the future as well. So t- until then, take care. Awesome, Glenn. Thank you so much. You've been listening to Expansion. Tune in every Tuesday and Thursday for new episodes. Thanks for being the best part of EXP.